Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This episode, Bossy Bob delves into the Broncos' BS, being a guitar hero, and demands ghoulish childhood games. Mannered Mark confuses all with his cream, lethal laser tag, sandbox treats, and a longer, slower F2.0. Whimpering Wade proposes musical mayhem, painful ball-kicking, and skinning skip-it. From scavenger hunts to yet another stitch-up. Yes, it's time for Squid Game 2. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Distractable, your favorite podcast, I assume. Uh, If you haven't seen the show before, I'm hosting because I won the last episode. Fair and square. And I'm joined by my competitors for this episode, uh, and also co-hosts and occasional winners, Mark and Wade. Hi. Hello, it's me. I feel like I've been pretty sporadic recently. I think I'm the occasional winner. We're starting with small talk like we usually do today, and Mark, I have small talk for you. You have you you have my small talk? The subreddit, Mark, wants you to know that the world's largest SSD is finally on sale. Solidime 61.44 terabyte solid state M.2 drive is for sale, and its price is better per terabyte than its much cheaper 8 terabyte cousin. Yes, I did know that. That I saw that post, and looky loo, those subreddits are late to the party. I already put in an order for them weeks ago how much is it it's thousands of dollars it's a lot three thousand seven hundred and eighty something dollars for one drive oh i see eight thousand four hundred seventy nine you're looking in the wrong place my dude i see a 30 terabyte solid drive for three grand okay here's, here's the thing because it's available at this one place called pro vantage but i have i have a bone to pick with them they had it listed back in november they had it listed and i have a receipt for pre-ordering one two actually all of a sudden without telling me without sending me an email they canceled my order i feel like that happens a lot with tech stuff not like like normal grade consumer tech stuff but the weird stuff that we get into and especially you with your big hard drives and your whatnots and your and your dji inspired drones and things that just that's just like oh never mind we don't sell you that and cancel stuff all that it's crazy they sure do they sure do so back then like uh i don't have an order in right now now because it basically I had an order for a price that I paid them and then they canceled the order on me. Uh, I had to chase down a refund. And so and then when I look again, they've increased the price by a thousand dollars. So I have not ordered it because what the fuck pro vantage? What you just wanted to gouge the price a little bit? Huh? What's wrong with you? Anyway, Mark, I have other small talk, but Wade, you can talk about this one too if you want. Well, yeah, what's my small talk? Uh, well, this one's more of a Mark topic, but I'm just opening it up because okay. I, mean, if I <laughs> find fair. it interesting. Do, have you guys heard about the Rabbit R1 AI gadget? The what? Rabbit R1. Uh, so thing number one, this was designed alongside, oh, what are those guys called? Call, call it high school. Teenage Engineering. That's the one. They make they make some very aesthetic and cool design projects, but this thing is a little standalone AI-powered gadget that has what they're calling a large action model. It connects to your cell phone or other 
device type thing. And instead of being like ChatGPT where it's like language stuff, you can talk to it and it can interpret your verbal commands. And I believe you can type to it as well if you want to. And it will do actions on your phone. And it's a, it's a thing where you can be like, I'm going to show you how to post a photo to Twitter. And then you do stuff on your phone and this thing watches the inputs that you put onto your phone. That's how you teach it. And then in the future, you can be like, okay, post my most recent picture to Twitter. It will do things on your phone in like a, as if you were like doing it with your own fingers. I don't know if I'm explaining it completely accurately, but that's what I've, that's what I've gleaned about it. Looking at this, I think I had one of these when I was younger and there were like three buttons on it and occasionally to clean up poop and feed it. It was also a rabbit. I think it was called like the Tamagotchi rabbit though, not the whatever this rabbit is. So also theoretically, you could teach it how to do things in the bank app on your phone. Oh, that's fine. You could teach it how to buy things on your Amazon account or whatever. So like it's an AI action model. It will learn how to do things and then do them for you on your device. This sounds cool, right? You ordered pizza three straight Thursdays. There's pizza on the way. Cars on the table. I bought, I pre-ordered one of these because it's 200 bucks to pre-order the unit. I'm fascinated by what it could do and terrified of letting it do too much. So I'm going to have one, but I might connect it to like a, like an old cell phone or something that's like not connected to anything valuable in my life. But I just want to like play with it because I'm curious, but like, it's, 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 this is weird, right? It strikes you as weird, right? Something about this is weird. Mark, you could program this to track down the lenses you don't have. I mean, that would be really nice and all, but I wouldn't trust it to actually get the right ones because it's very difficult to find it. Hey, this is a message out there to all you lovely listeners out there. If you know or have a Minolta MD-135 F2, it's an extremely rare lens. I'm looking for some. All right, I was very specifically trying to avoid lens chat today. Day, but I'm 135 millimeter f2 not the f2.8 that's the cheap version it's very common you can get a bunch of those f2 not f2.8 it's an md released in 1981 call mark directly if you have the lens mark how do they reach out to you oh here uh you'll call bob at his number uh his number is isn't, isn't all our personal info available on the internet readily anyway isn't that a uh, place to, yeah that's yeah, fine i imagine a post on the subreddit i don't know how, how are they if they if someone has this lens mark how do they tell you uh post on the subreddit we'll get in touch and i'll delete it and i will buy it from you don't bob bob don't no don't do it don't do it we'll have an episode where i'm just holding a lens and like a razor knife and i'm just asking mark to do things jesus christ there are so few of these that would actually work mark really loves pain show a video of you torturing the lens mark did you see the wash your lens post on the subreddit the what Someone was like, make sure you wash your lenses, and it's like a kitchen sink full of soapy water, and they're just like, like, drowning the lens, and it's some, it's not a valuable lens, I think it's just a joke, but. Uh-huh, yeah, okay, all right then. Listen, it, it, all jokes aside, if someone has that lens and does, like, intentionally damage it for a joke, I will cry. And so many people will as well. That lens is so, it's so freaking rare. It's just that I can't find any. Please. I'm desperate. Anyway, uh, AI thing, whatever. I bought one. I'll tell you how it is when I get it in two years, probably. Uh, wait, do you have any small talk? I did not prepare any for you. Oh, well, I, oh man, you probably put me on the spot here. Um, you watch, you watch football, Wade? You watching that scripted NFL playoffs? I am. One of the teams I'm rooting for is still alive. Wait, we could talk about this. Wait, do you believe in the NFL, um, Super Bowl logo conspiracy? 
I heard about that. That's so what you're you're talking about. Make sure is where the colors in the Super Bowl logo or whatever represent the teams that play in that Super Bowl. The Super Bowl logo was already announced. Super Bowl uh, uh, was fifty eight or something. It was already out, and the colors are uh, purple and red, which are the colors of the Baltimore Ravens and San Francisco 49ers, which are two of the four teams that are still to be... Or no, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the Niners. Anyway, there's a conspiracy that says they picked those colors because it's scripted and they know who's playing in the Super Bowl so that the color of the Super Bowl logo matches with the teams that will actually be in the Super Bowl. Based on some of the refereeing I saw in the uh, Bills-Chiefs game, you could say that, but the Chiefs wouldn't be in. Purple would be Ravens, but that'd be Ravens 49ers, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the Chiefs play the Ravens. That's right. It's, it's, so, so yeah, it'd be Baltimore in San Francisco. But there's no way the Lions are losing to San Francisco. No shot. I'm rooting for the Lions. They're, they're the team I want to win at all. I wanted a Lions-Bills Super Bowl. Now I'm rooting for the Lions. You love conspiracy, Mark. You know it. Do you believe in the Super Bowl color conspiracy? How many in a row has it been right for? The It started in 2021, apparently. The NFL brought color into the design in a more bold way. And in 2021, the logo was red and orange and yellow. And the Super Bowl featured the Bengals losing to the Los Angeles Rams. Basically those colors. Although red is not really a color of those teams. But blue, yellow, and orange and black for the Bengals. Yeah, Super Bowl 56, it was orange and yellow for the Bengals and the Rams. Then last year it was like teal, green, and red. And it was the Eagles and the Chiefs who are, that's their colors. And then this year it's red and purple. So people are predicting it will be San Francisco and Baltimore. If the 49ers get over the Lions, then yes, 100% it's a conspiracy theory. I, I feel like having played sports, watching a football game, you know how difficult it would be to script that and have things go according to the script? That like that would be so difficult. Maybe the refereeing, you could like sway things with calls. That would have to be the way you do it. It certainly feels like, well, have you seen the clip? There's a clip from the um, Chiefs-Broncos game where Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback, is running, trying to get a first down near the end of the game. He needs the first down or the game's basically over. And there's a Broncos player like standing in front of him, looking at him. And then he, the Broncos guy turns and attacks another Chiefs player who's not carrying the ball and lets Mahomes run past him. It looks completely insane in the video. I actually did see this. I saw it, believe it or not. From what I understood and from what people were saying, it's just because people are so afraid to hit a quarterback because the penalties are always so severe. Isn't that the thing? It is. The quarterbacks are very, very protected in basically all contexts, even when they're a ball carrier, in which case they are supposed to be less protected than when they're like trying to standing behind the line, trying to throw a pass. But <laughs> wait, I just watched it. What? Yeah. No, you hadn't seen that, Wayne. Literally, the Broncos guy is staring at, like in Patrick Mahomes' way, and he's like, oh, whoop, and like gets <laughs> out of his way. <laughs> Doesn't even touch him, just goes elsewhere. He's running right at him, sees him with the ball, looks to the left, sees a different guy without the ball, and beelines for that guy. Yeah, it's a weird video. It and it and it's usually I see it in slow-mo a lot. It looks way weirder in slow-mo because the Broncos guy is like <laughs> yeah, no, you could see him like, nope, better go this way. But like you're saying, it would be very impossible to write a script and then actually have that happen in a consistent way. But maybe there's just random players that are planted by the NFL. They've got like headpieces and they're like, drop the ball. Thousands of players, coaches, training staff, referees, entire stadium crews all in on it. And no one has let anything slip. Totally possible. It is 
difficult to believe that everything could go to such a plan when the more likely thing is that there are so many elements of random chance in every single moment. Even intentionally trying to do something wrong, and even with like play calls and, and refereeing and stuff like that, I could get it, and there definitely has been things where people do try to rig things, but it's just like one against a thousand other random events that can occur constantly through everything. And nobody getting upset and speaking out. Like if your team never gets the chance to win, wouldn't one of the players be like, you know what? I'm retired now. I'm going to come clean. This is what's happening. Like some, like with all conspiracy theories, there's so many people that have to be involved that stay quiet forever. It just seems impossible. Someone would have said something. I mean, conspiracies that involve five people often end up having one of those five people get angry about something and spill the beans to someone. For this, you would have to be good enough for a team to recruit you or the entire team would have to be in on it, which means coaches, owners, so on and so forth. And some would just have to always be okay with their team never getting anywhere. It's Have you gambled on the sports though, Wade, now that that's legal? It's fun. It's a very quick way to lose money, tell you that. I had like a four-week stretch where I like got most of them right, and I was like, dude, that would have been a decent payday. And then the next week I was like, no, but this is going to happen. And then I w- everyone was wrong, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I always have that moment that like stops me, and it's like... Oh man, that would have been bad. And I, I've only, I literally, I think I, I, there was a deal where it's like, put a hundred bucks in and you get a bunch of bonuses. I did that. I haven't lost all my money yet, but, uh, it's going that way. I bet like five or 10 bucks a week on maybe one game. Never, never gone up. Never increased my total amount ever. It's tough. It seems fun, but anyway. There's always that one person that wins big and stops. And then there's most people that are just like, five bucks, damn it. Five bucks, damn it. If I ever won like a thousand dollars on a gambling, I would be like, I'm done gambling forever. That makes up for all the money I've lost playing slots and whatever in passing before. And uh, I'm good. I'm going to say I I beat the house on my life. I win. Oh. Or don't gamble at all, and then you never have to worry about losing, and you can spend more money on lenses. What are we talking about? I'm the host. Hey, you guys want to talk about today's topic? Sure. Uh, oh, this is going to be very topical, very hot. This is just so hot right now. It's not at all three years ago trend. Uh, are you guys familiar with this popular new television show uh, called Squid Game? I've never seen it, but I'm familiar with the concept. Yeah. The premise of Squid Game is people are recruited. The main character, along with several hundred other people, are recruited into playing games at a chance where one of a 436 or whatever it is, one person out of this group will win just an unbelievable amount of money. And it's like all these people who are recruited are down on their luck. They're in a lot of debt, whatever. And the, recru- and the person is like that recruits them is like, you can come. And if you win, you win a fuckajillion dollars. You know, some insane amount of money that would fix all your problems. Uh, And it totally does for the main character in the end. Nothing bad happens. But the games that they play are actually like childhood games. They play a series of games that are uh, like played on the playground. The Even getting recruited, there's a game where it's basically kind of like Pogs, but it's like a Korean version of Pogs where you, you have a thing and you're trying to smack the other person's thing and make it flip over. It's it's called Takji. Uh, but then they go on to play Red Light, Green Light. The only catch being if you don't successfully stop on a red light, you die. Uh, they go on to play Sugar Honeycomb, which is a cool, I think a really cool fun game where there's this specific kind of sugar cookie thing, brown sugar cookie or molasses cookie. Do they know going in that death is an option? Uh, not like explicitly. 
it's you know it's kind of implied the way that they're taken to the game is that they're basically kidnapped and drugged and knocked unconscious and brought to an island sounds like they had a real big choice in this okay no th- listen you have you really not seen the show i highly recommend it. it's just good period they also play tug of war you know what that is they also play a version of marbles which there's lots of variations but marbles is marbles right you try and win other people's marbles i want to know what games would be played in your squid game if you're the man who wears the golden mask uh, or whatever if you're if you're the guy the squid game guy i want to talk about childhood games for us that would be in our squid games nutball is already in there we've talked about nutball that has to be in there i'm <laughs> sure that i'm sure you would want that in there but we don't have to go over and over if you don't know what nutball is there's like several previous episodes where we talk about it at least one i think two or three where we talk about nutball and oh several at least several yeah so nutball nutball is a great example though right because that's a good that's not a lethal game i don't know if it's a childhood game but it definitely it's got to be in there no matter what it's got to be it's, in a, there. it's a young man's game i guess <laughs> not nutball is way lower stakes for anyone who's not a, a person with testicles i guess but if you die in the end anyway then who cares if your testicles hurt listen i don't think taking a, a bowling ball to the vagina would be any more pleasant now that you say it like that that does sound like it probably hurts pretty <laughs> hurts pretty good <laughs> Uh, but I have one. Uh, I think we've talked about that you did play this, potentially one of you. You ever play Knuckles, where you put your knuckles, like, flat on, like, the lunch table, and then you take turns shooting quarters at each other's knuckles, and first first person to bleed, like, loses the heads up. And so it's, like, 1v1 knuckles, and you try and, you're trying to, like, peel the skin off the knuckle, right? And so the if you bleed, you're out, and the next person's up. For me, that would be one, I don't... I'm not 100% sure how it would be. I feel like it would be like the one, one of the ones on the show where you just play the game and at the end, if you lose, you just get shot by some guy who's watching you play the game. If you bleed from knuckles, just like, Shh. yeah, if, if your knuckle starts to bleed, there's a guy who's just like, whoop. Bam. So it's the same game, but then the punishment would change. Well, so like in the in the show, they play hopscotch, quote unquote. But the thing about the hopscotch is you're jumping from glass panes to onto other glass panes, and some of them break, and you fall uh, quite a long ways to your death if you jump on the wrong one. So like there can be a version of the game where the game itself is lethal, but also that's not required. There's a game right with a name that is not good and shouldn't be called that. Oh, okay. There's another name for it, but for some reason, the only name that comes to mind is Cream the Bean, and that's not it. There's another name that's not the name that I'm thinking of that's, it shouldn't be called, that is this, do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> I honestly don't, we can, we can, no, for communication's sake, we can like censor it or cut it out if you want, but I'm dying to know what the thing, because I have no idea. No, 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 okay, all right, so I'm saying this just in context of the game itself, of what sure. it was, yeah, like, yeah. this shouldn't be what it's called, it used to be called Smear the is the name oh, of that game. Oh, okay. In a sense, like when we were kids, that was like a common name for a game and it's not cool in any way. Basically the premise is one person gets the ball. Everyone tries to destroy the person with the ball. I don't yeah. really remember anything about the game beyond that. But as far as a squid game game goes, you not only don't want the ball, but also you can only win if you have the ball and get to the end. So it's like an all out brawl. All the other players gang up on the person with the ball, like just 
beating the crap out of them. But the first person to pick up the ball next gets beat up there, but no one can win until they get to the end zone with the ball. That would be crazy in a Squid Games context. Right, right. And that's why I was trying to like think of what the actual name was. <laughs> I, I I know it by the name that you said, and I don't know another name. I've never heard of it before, so I don't know. It. I've never heard of that type of thing. I mean, it makes sense, but I feel like a hot potato with the potato being actually lethal. He stole that from me. I was, I was thinking of the same thing. As soon as I said chucking from one to another, you don't want the ball. I knew he was going to say that, so I demand his points. I already had that in my head before. No, I demand his points. I demand his points, Bob. Okay, you want my other idea before you yeah, claim yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's mine. Musical chairs. Mark gets all three of those games. Alright, sweet, thank you. It's fine. You know, I don't want to host anymore. I got my morality <laughs> episode done. Yep. It's cool. Alright, no, no, Bob. No, no, no. Give him, give him back. He's, he's, he's getting sad. Nope, nope, it's fine. So, the, so wait, work with me here. The hot potato one, I feel like it's obvious. I think so too, but it wasn't mentioned. Well, no, not obvious that that's a game. I think it's obvious how that would be lethalized, right? Like, it's a hot potato. You don't want the hot potato. How would you structure musical chairs in a way that was okay. lethal you're in an arena like you're in like a square arena that's elevated and it's almost like a drop zone tower seating thing where you have to get to a chair and then it's like lifted and the floor goes out and whoever's not in a chair falls to their death and if they try to cheat they just get like pulled off and brutally executed right then and there it makes a lot of sense too because you can't only be in one chair but it's self-policing because you, the two will beat up for that chair and they both might fall i i feel like you don't even need to police it if two people are on one chair one of them will win because yep. one of them will not be able to hold on theoretically. So very, uh, very gruesome. I like that. Points for that, Wade, even though it was technically Mark's idea, I guess, by my own ruling. <laughs> you get points for it being such a great idea that you completed for Mark. I want four square. But you really have cherry bombs. I was trying to remember if I thought about Foursquare. I couldn't remember any of the rules to it. Describe Foursquare because I remember the name. So Foursquare is like a it's a like a, almost a King of the Hill game in in both that and a kind of passing the ball kind of game. So you can pass it. I believe isn't the rule you can only pass it left and right. You can't pass it straight across unless it's like a cherry bomb or whatever it is. We used to pass it across, but I think it was I think it was only if it was cherry bombs or something like that. There are some like playground rules. The premise of the game is there's a box that's divided into four squares and one of them is like the top square, right? And your goal is to get to the top square and hold that and keep knocking people out. It doesn't end at res it ends when recess ends, right? You just keep going. Yeah, exactly. There's always a line to get in and you start from the end. If you you get knocked out of Foursquare in this game, you could you just die or whatever, like you're whatever you're taken out theoretically. But there are different ways you can hit the ball. But basically, you have to you can't catch it. Can you catch it? No, no, no. It's got to bounce. You have to like hit it and bounce it in other people's squares. In, okay, I think Cherry Bomb just might have been like a cheating rule because it kind of defeats the purpose. You grab it, you jump up, and you go boom, and it's there's. I think it's one of those games where like there's a lot of different little variations because each playground you kind of just make up your own rules because you're kids. So I don't know if there's a unified rule set for square but we had i remember there were cherry bombs but there was like a specific way you had to do it or something i don't it's been a while i'm old guys we're getting older what about like 
kickball uh, we can flesh this out together but my thought is like you when you're running the bases there's like mouse traps or something you have to run barefoot along and like the fast way to get across you have to run across this like painful something to get from base to base there's got to be something to like punish the defense a bit too i feel like the problem with that is that it's inherently a team sport in a way oh are there no team sports in this well because i guess there kind of were team aspects because so, some of the things that happen in the show are not specifically games in the same way that this is there there are some developments i think a, i guess a team aspect would be allowed theoretically right because i was thinking like what's that game that we played the parkour game where it's like sometimes it's team sometimes it's individual ultimately you want to be the last one to touch the thing the parkour game it's like different obstacle courses that you have to get through and then like, ultimately like people are down 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 there's one person that like touches the crown at the end oh are you talking about fall guys yeah yeah yeah, okay, yeah i was thinking yeah. like fall guys where like i was thinking this is like fall guys where you have some competition that are teams and some that are individual maybe it's not i've not seen it but that, that was my thought the most obvious one that we're kind of overlooking here is hide and seek that one's straight up it's 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 kind of like the opening sniper one where it's like stop and go where it's like it's not the players against each other this is the how you open season two you just started with hide and seek you're just told giant place maybe outdoors you just gotta survive 30 minutes and that's the only thing you gotta do this is an aside there is currently by the time this i don't know when this episode's coming out but like right now there's a trend or a popular variation of lethal company called hide and seek where you get people on the inverse teleporter they randomly teleport inside and they're racing together to try to get the apparatus and get the apparatus to the ship while one person orders a shotgun goes in and tries to stop them from getting out with the apparatus fascinating meanwhile there's still enemies spawning other stuff going on you might the apparatus might be behind a locked door or a sealed door or something it, it gets it was interesting i played it one time i like wade's point are there esports in a modern squid game reimagination god no esports are just like real sports except in a lot of ways uh-huh okay what about board games if we're gonna go that route what about don't wake daddy right so there's one of the guards in the mask and one of the animal masks in the center and he's got a gun and if you you gotta sneak through to get cookies from the cabinet and you wake him up you know he would have a big sign on his chest that just says daddy daddy say it daddy there you go say it again we should wake daddy don't I feel like we're straying away a little bit from... Well, yeah, you went to video game. I brought about board games. That's the only thing I could afford when I was a kid. Board games. How silly. I'm fine with that, but I want it to be from from our lives. It was my life! You know what? If we're going to talk about computer things, you know what would be one that, that was a big part of my uh, young teen years? Star Trek battles on Palm Pilots. When we were in middle school, high school, my friends and I started to get hand-me-down Palm Pilots, which is like a little handheld computer thing free smartphone era right but it's basically a smartphone it's like a little touchscreen thing that you can take notes in and have a calendar but there were games on these things and one of them was star trek battles uh you could be the star trek enterprise you could be a borg ship you could be a klingon ship they had different advantages disadvantages what you would do is you would start a game on one palm pilot that person would make their move and then using infrared like a tv remote infrared you transmit your move to your opponent's palm pilot and then they get it on their little device and they're like oh and i move over here and i fire and each move consists of both ships get to move somehow and fire a weapon of some sort and so you're every and then once the moves are both made on both devices the ships will just be like Meep. 
and fire and you miss a lot right because you're guessing which way the other person's gonna go and there's all this that was a huge part of my like young teenage years what kind of sci-fi device did you have when you were a kid what is a palm pilot you don't you never heard of palm pilots you've heard of palm in terms of a self a smartphone manufacturer right like the palm cleo uh this looks familiar but i never had one or ever even seen one in my life that there was a point where all of my buddies and I, our parents had Palm Pilots as like business people, right? It was like a business person thing. And this was the point where their first one they ever had for work was like, oh, we got the upgrade. Let's hand me down the old Palm Pilot. And we all convinced our parents like, oh, I need that. I need that for school. I'll totally take notes for school with that. Here, Here's another thing that when I was a kid, me and my brother, we played this game. It was called put the paperclip in the power socket. That would be like a good, good game. Which one of you, which one of you won? We both did. Our third brother didn't. Uh-oh. Oh. What about Minesweeper? Make Minesweeper into a game where people start in the middle. Whoever deactivates the most mines wins. So you have to kind of hurry and you're competing with everyone. So you're not moving as slowly to calculate. But they're actual mines. So if you screw up, you blow up and die. I feel like that's just called putting a bunch of people in a minefield. Yeah, but there's clues. There's markings like the ones and twos. So you can kind of like try to think your way through it. But everyone's rushing and it's all chaotic. I mean, I like it. I like the chaos. It would kind of just be a lot of explosions for a while. Yeah, it's it doesn't really have the survivability, like the 50-50. What if you set a mine off, but it doesn't kill you? Do you get to keep playing? Or are you do you get finished off by a Squid Game guy? I mean, I guess that I don't... I'm, so having not watched the show, what would be typical? I don't know. Squid Game guy is very much like uh, Campfire Guitar Guy. So just yep. think of that. Real life shoots and ladders. No, shut up. Laser tag. Ooh, laser tag. But the laser, the laser guns, instead of shooting lasers shoot bullets not bullets what it is is like it, you have three lives on your laser on your vest oh no okay. but when it goes down it blows up i feel like that's existed in a game before it feels like a saw thing look the, okay so the point of squid game right is to be entertaining for the illuminati to watch no that's true that's true okay you're right everybody's earning points today i'm assuming they've already got games like um like wipeout and whatever the game bob i already forgot the game that you told me that we played oh, i forgot the name again tug of war no no no. the video game that you were like oh that you mean this game fall guys yeah yeah i'm assuming there's already stuff like that right no i told you almost all of the things that they do in the show in terms of games what if the floor is actually lava eventually no one might win yeah then they don't have to pay anyone any money yeah you just you just get some more schlubs to come play another round or whatever yeah there's plenty of schlubs that need money lots of schlubs hey wade you want to make some money yeah, man, what you got in mind? So what you're going to do is you're going to find a Minolta MD 135F2 lens. The point eight? No, just F2. 2.8, no, no, 2. no. 2.8, 2.8 is a cheap one. That's that's how you won't get anything. You die. If you die, you die. If you get that, you die. If you get that. Do you have one? I have one. Mark, can I borrow a whatever that lens you said is? <sighs> no. You want me to crack open my... You want, uh, you want me to... You want me to show you the goods? Yes. Well, first, we can't just jump right into it. I gotta show you this one first. So this is not 135 F2. This is a 200 millimeter F2.8. It is both longer and slightly slower, but sometimes you don't want the fastest speeds. Not for this length, you know what I mean? He can't hear me, but for every minute this goes on, he loses more points. La 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 la. This counts as it going on. This counts. La 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 la. 
I can't believe he put his fingers on that. It, it, I'm not going to drop it. That would be very sad, but a funny thing to happen on video, just saying it's probably not worth it for the bit, but maybe. I'm not going to drop it. I've thought of two more games in the meantime, but I want to wait for Mark to come back to bring them up. No, let him go. Let him cook. Let him cook. So this is the 135 F2. Now, what makes this so special is that this was made uh, just before the autofocus era. It's early 80s, 81, like I said. Uh, so it's after, you know, the MC Rokers. Uh, but this was like, Minolta put their whole Minoltusi into this, you know what I mean? They put everything they had. They spiced it up with so much glass in this bitch that it feels like a 200. It's heavier than anything. For comparison, I have a 2.8 over here. Okay, so this is the, uh, this is the F2, right? It's, a, it's already a couple minutes away. You're looking really strong here. This is the F2. This is a, a 2.8. It's kind of oh, dark. it's tiny. Here, Look how small it's it is. It's tiny by comparison. This thing is mammoth. You cannot mistake them. They're gigantic, this F2 over here. And it's just worth so much more because it's just like so rare. They made so few of them because it was so expensive to make. Why is the one with a bigger number smaller? Basically what that means is F2 means it's a wider diameter. So the stop, I don't exactly know what qualified as that, but think of a zero as like an infinitely large circle, right? It's a, it's a measurement both of the amount of light and the amount of like depth of field a lens has standardized to a 35 millimeter full frame. So this on a 35 millimeter full frame is an F2. Funny thing about this though is its image circle is actually bigger than full frame. All the Minolta's are, uh, which makes them very useful because they'll adapt to a whole lot of stuff. Anyway, if anybody has one... That's why you don't get any, like, um, vignetting with when you adapt those onto things? I was always curious about that. They have a lot less vignetting than a lot of things. I mean, they, there's some just because it's nice character, but... Uh, yeah, it, the image is extremely controlled. They're very good at what they do. Everyone, everyone else can suck it. And you know what I discovered recently? The only reason Sony is where it is today is because in the early 2000s, Sony's camera department was nothing. Minolta was struggling. Sony bought all of Minolta. Their entire A-mount lineup was all just Minolta lenses that they adopted to get a whole new lineup of things. And they jam-packed all of the technology from both companies into one camera. And that's how Sony started into the camera market. If sports are shot on a Sonolta, shouldn't you watch him on one? Sonolta. Better than a Minoni. He's just a fall guy. <laughs> 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 oh man mark i'm sorry the moment is gone i don't think it's gonna be even remotely as funny even if wayne explains it to you was it me walking away looking like i was tiny what was it no, <laughs> you made fun of the sonolta and i said it's better than a Manoni. he's just a fall guy <laughs> Wow, that's... Do you not like cinema? It's a Dark Knight reference. It's a Dark Knight reference. When they're on trial, the guy on the court case, he's sitting up there and the guy's like, was it not Maroney? And the guy's like, Maroney? He's just a fall guy. I'm the brains of the organization. Right, okay. Maroney's just a fall guy. If you hadn't taken your headphones off, Mark, you would have been right there with us. It was gold. Oh, I bet. I just bet, yeah. Uh, any more lens stuff, Mark? No, that's it. Okay, I'm going to count that as five minutes, Wade. I don't know the name of this, but there was a device kind of like jump rope, but it, it fastened to one of your ankles and just went around and you had to like jump over it with your other. Skip it! 
Uh, skip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, but like the skip it's a blade and continually speeds up and everyone's competing <laughs> until there's one person still going and then it stops. That's That would be, that fits the profile of fun for the rich uh, cabal to watch. Very gruesome. Did we say the floor is lava? Because that's another one we should have thought of a long time ago. I said that right before the lens thing happened. I said, what if the floor actually is lava? And somehow okay, that okay. got you talking about the Minolta 135 MD 2.0. Somehow we skipped dodgeball. How would rather resurrections work in dodgeball? There's a defibrillator on the side. When you get knocked out, you like go onto a rack where you're just dangling over certain death, but you can be saved and brought back in if someone like catches a ball and revives a teammate or something. Okay, you guys remember the game Murder, where someone was the murder and they had to like wink to kill you, and you had to figure out who the murder was before they killed everyone. I actually don't think I played that. Usually, so the way the way we played it was we'd have a table of people sitting like in a circle, and you always had to be like looking one way or another, like making eye contact with someone. That sounds like enough that I would be anxious and not want to play. You'd, you'd give everybody a card. You'd like dish out cards. There was enough cards, one per person or whatever. And there was like always like an ace of spades. Whoever got the ace of spades was the murderer. And then they had to like make eye contact and slowly but surely like take people out with a wink. And they won if they got it down to like one person. This is a deep cut. But how unfair would it be to play that game with that guy on TikTok who can't quite wink all the way you know what i'm talking about he stands <laughs> he stands at his he's he's always got a suit on and he stands at his stall and then he very slowly he's all oh and then he comes up and he's all like wink but he can't wink i've seen people that try to wink and they blink or they like yeah there's a lot of people out there that can't wink and now i feel like if i try to wink right now it's gonna not look right anyway i thought of one did you guys play Heads Up 7-Up in, in, when you were kids? I don't remember the rules to it, but I do remember it. Yeah, what was it? Wait, you had your heads down, someone tapped you on the back, you were it. One person was at, like, one person was, like, it, and then they would, it was, like, heads down, they would go and tap some people, some, I don't know if it was seven people, and then it was, like, Heads Up 7-Up, and then the people who were tapped would go up, and they would, you would, like, look at each other, and then you put your head back down, and you had to, like not get caught putting your head up or something something like that yeah i've got one that already is one of the most lethal games that you could possibly play have you guys played the quote board game it's more of a card game chameleon mm -mm. so chameleon you probably played a game like it it's a game where everyone has like cards and they're trying to like put cards into the subject card but one of you is a chameleon and you're trying to fake it so it's hmm. one of the many games where someone is it and they're trying to fake it. My God, I hate that game with a passion. I hate it so much. It might just be because I was playing with like Amy's friends and, and like a few of them were like hyper competitive and everything was a fight and accusations get thrown everywhere. Is that like the game? Um, is a Jackbox game called Faking It? Is That's that it. similar yeah. to that? Oh, Same okay. That. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I played that. Yeah. It's just like, it's, there's no fun to be had. There's no fun. It's, it's just like screaming accusations everywhere you turn <laughs> and just like you, you can't slyly do anything. It's always just like everything turns into, that would be incredibly deadly. 
I feel like that depends heavily on who you're playing it with, but that's that somehow that game has the same like energy as like Monopoly. It will consistently escalate to violence if you're playing it with the correct group. Okay, you have more trouble in Monopoly than we do. I learned my Monopoly behavior from how I played it and who I played with growing up, okay? It's, it's also infamous for being that way. To get back, to get back, Dance Dance Revolution. But every time you misstep, you get an electric shock, and every time it escalates how much it shocks, so you don't want to make many mistakes. I'm just really bad at that game, so I don't like that. But like, yeah, that's a tough... I had some friends who were had like they had the metal pads in their basement, and they were like too good at. Yeah, no, that was I had I knew some people. I used to have one at home, and I I would actually practice, so I got pretty good for a while there. But then I grew bored of it almost immediately. One of those plastic pads that slides around and you're in your socks in the basement and you're just like, oh, oh, like scooting around the whole basement. Yeah. Imagine the sweat with an electric shock coming up when you get it wrong. I was that kid, but with Guitar Hero games, Guitar Hero and Rock Band games, I was exactly that kid where it was like, I played everything on expert. I was the douchebag who was like, oh, can we play a medium? And I was like, that's not even fun. It wasn't your start. But I told you guys that Mark's indirectly, but directly responsible for me playing Guitar Hero, right? It was probably Bob. He got me started. So yeah, you're... Whether it was both of you or just you, my ex was playing it or something, but you're the one that had introduced her to it. And she introduced me to it because you'd introduced them to it. Then I got really into it. Then I got like rock band and I had like the drums and the microphone, the guitar or whatever. Like I had the whole set for a while. I got really into it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there it, it was was fun and then it just died it died so fast well so have you guys seen clone hero it's like a pc game where you can basically Im it's basically guitar hero cloned for pc and you can import like tracks there's a huge fan community of it and this so there's a lot of people who stream clone hero and play you know meme songs and all kinds of stuff i feel like that's a more niche community it used to be like a huge franchise harmonics was huge it was like a whole and now it's like a niche thing we got we got really derailed there, but we basically did what I wanted. We just talked about a bunch of like games and stuff that we've played in our lives. Yeah. And I will say, Wade, you had some really good ideas, but I feel like Mark, you really domineered a lot long stretches and also some of the core like best most exciting ideas came from you and or came from Wade and you got to take credit for them. All things considered Except for one very important detail that Mark may or may not be privy to. Mark is killing it and should win this episode. Except when you were doing your lens thing and you kept taking your headphones off. I may have told Wade that I was going to deduct a substantial amount of points for each minute that the lens discussion went on in the middle of what we were already having a discussion about something else and i honestly did find it interesting mark okay good okay all right yeah the yeah, minolta yeah. md yeah. 135 f 2.0 yes i thought that was very interesting not the 2.8 big size difference lots of glass uh that discussion went on for five minutes we talked about lenses and Mark got to talk and it was very fascinating, but it was not about Squid Game or childhood games or anything like that. And so that's five wait, 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 minutes wait, 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 worth wait, 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 of point. The, yes. The important thing that keeps being forgotten about this is that Squid Game is an entertainment show. It needs to be broadcast. It needs to be seen in the very best light to capture the emotions. And the problem with a lot of TV out there is that the cameras are so stale, the sound of the lenses are so, like, 
clinical. You know, you need to have something with actual character that can that can showcase the humanity behind the people. And like talking about these lenses means that I really want to capture those moments before their demise and really see the life leave their eyes. Yeah, and that's why it actually pertains to it. And then you get people in the game that really like lenses and you dangle a lens over the pit and they have to jump over a pit of lava to try to rescue it and they might die. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I am. I am. Does this count as an extra minute of lens talk? I wasn't going to say anything till the end, but yeah, I was adding <laughs> no. that. I was adding that on to the timer. That was about 30 seconds extra. Uh, no, I'm with you, Mark. I'm with you. You're right, Mark. Unfortunately, uh, as Wade astutely pointed out, I am going to have to add that on to the uh, to the time. It's only 30 more seconds, so really, the damage was already done. If after five and a half minutes, time's substantial point loss still leaves you in the lead and winning, Mark, I would hate to see how poorly I had done. <laughs> no, I will say, we're at a point where after all the deductions, the mandatory deductions that I feel bad about because I was very intrigued after the deductions the way it stands wade you are in the lead you are poised to win this episode but mark did make one final point although it did add to his timer a lens talk no i'm just fucking with you wade wins ah! i could not take another double reversal i couldn't do it man it's like the the chef competition shows like i cannot believe how fucking brilliant that was. <laughs> that you made such a piece of shit. <laughs> when I tweeted to share the episode called Wade Wins or whatever, like my heart broke all over again. Like, guys, at least this one went well for me. <laughs> and while typing it, like a tear started forming in my eye. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, I sure hope they aren't as disappointed as I was. Also, I think we've talked about this in the podcast already. But Mark, did we talk about your your Reddit post that you made? Oh, no, we didn't. No, no, yeah. Can I just say, uh, literally after not posting for possibly years on Reddit in any capacity, Mark, literally the last post that you did, okay, well, you commented, you commented, show me, show me Mark's posts. It's, it's pinned, it's pinned to the top of the subreddit. Two years ago, Mark posted a thread about distractible animated suggestions. And then six days ago, Mark posted and pinned. Uh, did you see this, Wade? No, I'm looking right now. Mark posted and pinned to the top of the subreddit. Important. My response to your concerns regarding my treatment of Wade. And the body of the post is just lowercase. Ha ha. <laughs> 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 it's that's the only thing you've posted on Reddit in two years. You came back just to get that in. You know what? Points for that, Mark. Thank you. Wade still wins, but I gotta just respect, you know, game respects game. Anyway, Wade, uh, winner speech? Except I actually do have five points pending. This is from years ago. This is from so long ago, but it was on the spreadsheet and I saw it. There are from Bob five points that were going to be applied in a future episode that never got applied. And I had to check because I was on the subreddit recently because of my post. Would those five points put me in the win? Yeah, you have to commit to them before I'll explain anything. I'll take them. Mark cashes in five points from literal years ago. Wade, can I say that before the last thing I said to Mark about points, I had you literally in my tally in my head. You were ahead by nine points. But then the last thing I said to Mark was, you know what, points for posting that on the subreddit. 
to which I arbitrarily, because I thought it was meaningless, was like, yeah, like five points for posting that on the subreddit. How many did he substantially lose for me to only be ahead by nine? You were ahead by four points, and then Mark just cashed in five whole points. This was, I literally was just writing this off, so this is an afterthought, but this is legitimately where in my head I was like, ah, surprisingly close. Because Mark lost a ton. You were up by double digits, Wade, but then he kept, like, making jokes and talking about the lenses, and I was like, ah, that's a couple points, but I'm adding to the timer, right? Mark, by cashing in his five points from I don't even know when, but I'm not gonna question the subreddit's accuracy, wins today's episode by one point. Oh. Wade's not even listening. Wade took his headphones oh off because he can't. God. He's just sitting there staring at his computer. <laughs> oh my god. That just like jumped into my brain because I remembered I was looking at the old point spreadsheet and just way in the back with someone tracking all the handshake deals and this someone was like five points at some point. And I was like Wade, you okay? What did you guys say earlier today when you were talking about rewiring the brain to get rid of trauma? You might need to take some some psychedelics or something to try and help you get over the emotional damage of today's episode. I was starting my victory speech by talking about how this was such a relief after all these rug pulls. <laughs> I didn't plan that way. I just it just popped into my head, man. It just popped. In. Wait, loser speech. Congratulations to Mark. I came, I saw, I tried, I failed. We had the ultimate rug pull set up for Mark. Six minutes of fucking lenses, substantial points lost. I deducted like 20 points from him, man. I thought I did enough. I just am not good enough, and I really feel that today, and that's all I have. I can't even look at you. I would just like to say this is a fascinating turn of events. I wish I was smart enough to say that I planned this, but I didn't. And, you know, luck just happens to be on my side sometimes. And that's great. That's pretty cool. That's nice. I think I got a lot of endorphins right now. I'm very endorphined. You're really going to have to up your game, Wade. This is on you and not at all actual random bullshit that happened to you. It's your fault. <laughs> you know? I don't even know what your reaction means. Anyway, thanks for listening and or watching. You can watch the video only available on Spotify. Wade is Lord Minion 777 Mark is Markplier. I am MySkerm. There will be a merch shop. Maybe you're listening to this years in the future. Maybe you have no idea. Uh, but that's it. Thank you for listening watching. And congratulations to Mark. You will host the next one. Uh, glorious victory indeed. And uh, what's that thing? Oh, yeah. When it's over, we always say. Eight months ago. The points were reminded eight months ago. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes remembering things just pays off. Maybe you should, maybe you should remember more stuff. Maybe that would... Anyway, uh, bye everybody. Podcast out. <laughs>